Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm MB. I'm Hero. And I'm Plexo. I got you paused for dramatic effect. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to go with my real name or Flexo, so it was more indecision. But thanks for ruining the moment. How do you feel about being called Flexo? <laughs> I, I don't know. I like it. It's got a good ring. It's, you know, makes you seem important. Exactly, yeah. And your name is terrible. Well, true. You and Hero have just terrible true names. <laughs> These are our true names, Mike. It's like Hellboy. Um, so, Flexo. Man, we've been talking about since... Since episode one, technically. We've actually, before we ever even named the podcast Pulp Nightmare, we had talked about doing special episodes every once in a while called Flexo Four Ways. That may or may not contain four people. It doesn't really matter. We just like to think <laughs> A Flexo coming on every once in a while and just mesmerizing us with his rousing tales of being Flexo. We don't really know what entailed, but we like, I like the title. The, I like the idea to... that before we had planned a podcast, we were planning a four-way with a dude. <laughs> I don't see the problem here. That's I the only reason they the invited me on here. See, I'm... Going, okay, I'm so concerned about the fact that we have no audience anymore since we're all on the podcast. If you're out there, man, Facebook us. Facebook us. Let us know you live. Hey, hey, they have Philip. Fuck you, Philip. You're still I listening out there. <laughs> if you're still alive. I bleed for you, man. <laughs> I've been podcasting my fingers to the bone for you. We also have cranky commentaries, technically. <laughs> I got With a K. I got them months and Mike, months ago. Mike took care of him. <laughs> <laughs> I ended him. Um, so, Flexa. Yes. Tell us about yourself. Uh, before we begin, there's something I've been wanting to do for uh, pretty much this, since the first time we recorded. Flexo, how awesome is Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I feel like you're judging me on this. Um... It's, it's yeah. pretty awesome, isn't it? I, I feel like this is a trap. I know. Uh, I'm going to say on my Whedon hierarchy, she's towards the bottom. No. But just... We can agree that Firefly is amazing, though. Yes. Oh. And Arcade Fire? Yeah. Enjoyable. Very oh. enjoyable. I'm going to cut all this. What did this become? This. I'm going to cut all of this, so I don't know why you're <laughs> talking. Garbage. You're garbage. This is all I mean, awful. All I mean, hush... Hush is just such a good episode. <laughs> and the gentlemen are one of the most genuinely scary villains I've ever seen in a sci-fi program. I generally don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. 
Can we but move anyway, on? Mike, continue. Can we move on? I, I had to get that out of my system. That was awful. Never, you should not lead a podcast. Oh, but you do. Remember, listen to Below the Bible Belt. I like that you plugged me and insulted me at the same time. It's a talent. So, Flexo. Yes. Tell us about yourself. Uh, but if you're not interesting about it, I will be disappointed. Exactly. I know. I'm already screwed. I was going to go into a Garth impersonation, but nah, nah, screw it. It's not worth it anymore. Whatever you'd like. Just be you, Flexo. That's oh, what I'm we not, want. I'm not falling for this trap here. I've seen how you know prequels turn out, and it's rarely good. So no backstory here. Flexo first class. <laughs> Flexo begins. It's just me sitting on a couch eating Cheetos. <laughs> the theme is still playing. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not going to finish the theme. You do. Rachel Ghoul is still there. <laughs> teaches you to confront your fear. He's hoarding all the Gardettos. Piece of shit. <sighs> See, that's why you know he's the villain. He will not share the Gardettos. You're a weird guy. Go on. <laughs> uh, I was born a poor black child. I knew. Well, it. obviously, I knew it. Yeah, I fucking it. I knew it. You're uh, black. I... <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Secret reveal. Mike's voice. Um. Oh, here's a good one. I genuinely do not like the Amish at all. Hate them. Really? Yeah. No. There's a. I don't like, either. I okay. So uh, in Wisconsin, there's this water park, basically a city that has a bunch of water parks. It's the Dells. They have this one place called Top Secret, which looks like an upside down building. There's dinosaurs popping out of it. Crazy stuff. Wait, what? It's uh, kind of like a fun house. It's called Top did, Secret. Did it Frank looks like design this place? Hero, he might have. Hero, None of that piqued your interest. He said dinosaurs and the Amish in the same story. Yes, there's T. I like the juxtaposition. Like, popping out the side of this building upside down. It's it's funky. I've never been inside. Uh, one time I stopped down with my folks in the Dells. We were just going to, you know, be tourists for a day. We don't live too far away, so it's not a big deal. And, I'll just keep bragging. Yeah, well, you know, we can go in water parks whenever we want. No big, no big. Uh, so, yeah, I run up. I'm probably like eight years old. And I run up to check the show times, and there's a line of Amish people in front of this place. One band. <laughs> One band. An, an Amish Joe Chill steps out of the shadows. <laughs> it becomes that, yes. Kind of. There's, I'm going to say 50 Amish people on a line. Two by two. Well, that didn't make sense. Uh, two by 25. Just lined up in front of this place, and they're all sitting there. All men. Is Julian just, Sands there as the warlock? Hiding inside like one of the tipped over Secret Service vehicles. Uh, so there's just like 50 Amish dudes. And I notice one of them like kind of elbows Ezekiel next to him. And they both start chuckling. The beard's kind of like flapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and Jebediah, like, he starts laughing and he like reaches the guy behind him and yanks on his like giant hat. And pretty soon, there's just ripples of laughter going through this line of Amish people. And you do not know what it feels like to have 50 Amish people all pointing and laughing at you at the same time. It is <laughs> Only this would happen to you. So there's just 50 of these guys just laughing away. And, you know, I'm like eight. I'm confused. I'm in the parking lot. I'm looking around like, oh. I was so hoping this was like last year. No, that would. My hate continues. Uh. <laughs> 
so yeah, it was terrible. So ever since then, just I see them for what they are. Terrible, terrible people. Wait, wait, what were they laughing at? Me. They were just pointing and laughing at me. <laughs> but what about you? Were you? I have no idea. The what about you was amusing to the Amish? <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at the boy. It's not even look like at a his head. head. Does your face resemble some kind of ancient Amish demon of some kind? I don't understand. I guess he just looked too normal. Look at the child. He is unaware that he is the devil child. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even like I had a portable radio or an iPod or something cool. No, they weren't. They're just jerks. We live without technology. What is his excuse? <laughs> Look at the boy. It's old and no beard. <laughs> Why is your Amish Russian? I don't know. <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> Amish Drago. <laughs> Amish Drago gets off his cart. I must break you after I finished building this barn. <laughs> Alright, so back up again. You said they all arrived in a van? I'm assuming they were there before I was, but there was only like one van in the parking lot. And, you know, I don't, I don't think they're Well, allowed. they're not real Amish then now, they are they? Been <laughs> to be honest, they could have been Mennonites. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the evil, bizarre, bizarro Amish. They're poser Amish. <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> exactly. But okay. were, were they all young or old? There's a mix. Uh, there are mostly older gentlemen. Uh, but there were, there were younger ones involved too. I mean, I wouldn't say any like extremely young. All of them looked like they were well over twenty. Can I wait? Were they wearing bathing suits? No, <laughs> no, they were in full Amish regalia. They were just. <laughs> well, how is this going to work then? I'm sorry, uh, Top Secret is in the Dells. It's right next to a water park. It's not actually a water park. It's just oh. like a fun house. Oh, that ruins it for me. Oh, you should have told us that. Yeah, I was so <laughs> hoping the Amish were going to the water park. They could have been going to the water park afterward. I don't think they believe in swimsuits. That would awesome. They're on like a raft powered by horses. None of them are smiling. <laughs> they, start yelling, they start yelling at the machines that make the water go to abominations against God. I don't think you're allowed to get Amish people wet. Like, <laughs> Do they multiply? They multiply. And if you feed them after midnight from a refrigerator. This little Amish balls come out of their beards and fall <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> yeah, that was Gremlins. a really gross moment in Gremlins. It was. But that, fuck that chicken looked good. Okay, so I've always wondered... <laughs> what? Oh, it did. Um, what is like an acceptable age to expose a child to Gremlins? Like if you have kids, what age would you allow them to watch Gremlins? Seven. Seven? Uh, that would be acceptable. I mean, I hate children, so I feel they should never be allowed to watch such a good film. Agreed. But if you had to, seven... Seven to eight. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was talking little. to people about this, and some of them find Gremlins still pretty horrifying. I think it's like, you know, when the one gets his head chopped off and there's the microwave incident. I mean, it does kind of depend on the kid, but generally, probably seven to eight. Now, here's a more interesting question. <laughs> when is the appropriate age Ouch. to expose a child to Gremlins 2? Uh, four. Well, there is that scene where that guy fucks that Gremlin. True. I mean, it's implied, but still. And there is so, the giant spider Gremlin? That freaked me out as a kid. More so than the first Gremlins. I was fine with the first Gremlins. Gremlins 2 freaked me out. And, and there is Phoebe Cates telling a story about being molested. 
But does that trump her story about her father dying in a chimney on Christmas Eve? She had a rough life. She did. What a trooper. That's why she was so fucked up in Fast Times. <laughs> what a weird film series, now that I think about it. Just God, like, there was never a third one. Oh, and, and here's this rape baby I had. <laughs> I gave birth to it when I was seven. I was anorexic back then. I like that all that happened in the same universe as where Hulk Hogan exists. <laughs> and is a god. <laughs> so, the real world? Eh, pretty much. Fascinating. <laughs> All right, another Amish story. While well, I'm on a roll here, <laughs> <laughs> what you had multiple Amish stories, and you you abandoned one. that for a Gremlins tangent. I love Gremlins. Don't judge him. So fuck you, hero. Ah. Anyways, I'm at Walmart with my dad. We're grocery shopping like normal, happy families do. Yeah, there are no normal happy families at Walmart. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got the trick. But uh, So we're leaving the place. And we just hear from behind us, Ma'am! Oh, ma'am! Ma'am! And it keeps going and going. And eventually, my dad and I kind of stop, and we turn around. My mom's not with us. We don't know why anyone would be shouting ma'am at us. And it's this Amish dude, and he's holding up a ball of lettuce, and he's, like, chasing after us. And he kind of stops when he sees my dad. <laughs> and to explain, my dad at the time... Close to 300 pounds, like classic biker dude, no sleeves, lots of tattoos, very big, strong, tough, mean-looking dude. Kind of a mullet in the back. So apparently that's what tripped up this Amish dude. He, probably, <laughs> he, he, was, he, he thought you were a chick, man. Just, just accept it. <laughs> or it could have been me. I don't know. That's true. And the, he, he gets up to us, and the Amish guy just kind of pauses, like he's not sure what to make of the situation. Outlander! <laughs> and he slowly hands over the lettuce, and he's like, I believe you dropped this, sir. But I just grabs the lettuce, and we left. But every chance it, they get, they try and just make me miserable. And contained inside that head of lettuce was an Amish spy. Dun, dun, dun. So, so wait, did you, did you end up buying lettuce? Or did he um, just hand you a random thing of lettuce? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad had bought a head of lettuce and it just rolled out of the shopping cart somehow. Oh, is that Amish guy's good deed for the day? Insulting. I shall, gift, oh. I shall gift these people with lettuce. I would not take their lettuce. It's probably poison. I just wanted to use you and a pawn with their, uh, their grand scheme against the Mennonites. <laughs> They're poor. <laughs> They're trying to convert me against the Mennonites, but they failed because I went against the Amish. Unless it's an evil plot by the Mennonites. Well, you know what? This is like, a God, fuck crap. you to when they eventually hear this. <laughs> they're listening right now. I think their Amish headset's made of wood. <laughs> See? Ezekiel, he is onto us. <laughs> it's like the one apocalypse no one ever sees coming. The Amish apocalypse. And we need to be prepared. More generators. It's their only weakness. Just giant windmills coming alive and attacking people. Amish women are disgust me. That's good. Let your hate flow. But I would you know love, they don't shave. There is that. But I would love to um, fuck an Amish chick going through Rumspringer. <laughs> because that's a story right there. 
because they'll do anything. Wait, you think the guys, the Amish guys that were at that fun house were on Rumspringa? That was like the one place they decided to go. <laughs> they were, I think, they, pretty bad. They went into a hall of mirrors and were horrified. Curse <laughs> <laughs> this secular world! I'm returning home! This is the house of the devil! They just smashed their way out, smashed their way out with rutabagas. <laughs> They're armed with fruit at all times. <laughs> so take this cabbage. It's your um, so Flexo, yes, you, you have something to read to us. Uh, <clears throat> oh wait, I like how your story of getting to know you almost had nothing to do with you, but just your hatred of Amish people. I think the most essential what, part of what you. What more do you need to say? This is an interesting fact about Fluxo. We're all convinced he's a robot. <laughs> Which would really explain the Amish hate. Or does it? <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> anyway, what do you what do you what do you have for us? So we've all seen terrible movie posters just littered with the crappiest taglines. There's because no because slow justice, justice is, is no justice. justice. Exactly. <laughs> so just browsing the internet, you can find these things like crazy. There's probably whole sites dedicated to them. I don't know if that's true. Don't call me on that. Anyways, I just figured we could take a couple of these bad boys, read the titles out, and make up a better film than the one that actually existed for it. I like it. Yeah, it's it's not my podcast, but I like it. <laughs> I can give it a two and a half stars because it's not mine. I love how because there's so many other people here in a big clusterfuck, I have to do like no work. <laughs> I could just not talk. It's like that Bohemian was, Rhapsody. It's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, continue. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. MB just had to move the show along. Feel bad, Flexa. <laughs> All right. Well, our, our first uh, entry <clears throat> is for a film called Cracktown. Right. Before you begin, how are we going to do this? Are, are each of us going to get a crack at it, or do we each get our own tagline? Ooh. Ooh. I say we all just take a crack at it. I say yeah. everyone shout at it. Also, I think we're going to withhold the title of the movie until afterwards. So forget I just called this one Cracktown. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait. Okay, and watch the classic. And go! Alright, go on. Okay, the first one we have Life is Hot in Cracktown. That just sounds like a porn. <laughs> it's not, I can assure you. Like Fast Times Deep Crack High. <laughs> so you're not gonna actually make a movie to go with this, you're gonna do all the spin offs. I like it. That's actually the name of a porn. <laughs> I think it's up to 50 volumes now. I'm sure it is. I know weird things. Okay, a Pixar animation about arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm with I'm with MB on this one. Alright. I'd like to see that. <laughs> you would have a lovable dog. The flamethrower would talk. I'm a little hot around the collar. <laughs> Billy Crystal. All right, my turn? Yes. Okay. A science fiction disaster movie. You see, scientists discover that the Earth is slowly moving towards the sun, causing 
temperatures to skyrocket all around the world. People are just passing out on the street from heat stroke. The only people durable enough to survive it are crackheads. So after the rest of humanity has died out, it's up to dedicated crackhead scientists to find a way to save the Earth. So they develop a crack, no pun intended, (laughs) team of astronauts to fly outside of the Earth's atmosphere and using a bomb of some sort jettison the Earth away from the sun. Credits. I'd watch it. I don't want to close your eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'm miserable. I think the only thing missing from that movie is a scene where they just steal a bunch of radios and forget they're actually supposed to be saving the world. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the shortest science fiction movie ever. They just built a giant rocket on the Earth. Just a bunch of crackheads just working around the clock to build a giant rocket attached to the Earth. They don't care what they make it out of. They're up for days. <laughs> In the end, they just use it to smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> the second tagline would be, they're about to smoke this rock. Just ends with them smoking the Earth. <sighs> Next one. Okay. Unwittingly. Flexo, move closer to the mic or something. Is better? Flexo, stop being so mysterious. <laughs> you see, you're like a mile away. It sounds like. Still? Still? That sounds better. Okay. I apologize for Flexo's sound quality. I'm a rookie. <clears throat> Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the President of the United States. Go. I don't know if we can do anything for that one, because that's a complete movie right there. Yeah, that, I don't know what to add on to that. Who would it star? That's the only thing. Oh, there we go. I can give James you the actual cast, but... Uh, I'm just bored nine in Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the line of fire, but with the dolphin. And Jimmy Smith as the President of the United States. <laughs> I see you standing over the body of another dead president. ee <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme is just this disgruntled CIA agent. (laughs) You tell that Finn, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one, Flexo. All right. The last one was for The Day of the Dolphin, which I'm sure is a classic. Next up, laugh, cry, share the pants. (laughs) The story of Pants McGee. That's that's all I can think about, so I can't come up with one. Mike, explain Pants McGee. Okay. As we've mentioned before, Hero has an online comic. Uh, Smoke Man Muscle. P.I. So, years ago, I was doing... uh, He has a character in it named the Abominable Mr. Spidey. He's a pretty insane character. I hope the hijinks he gets into. Oh, the deformed, terrible hijinks. So I made a joke a couple of years ago about him forming another being out of pants. He named Pants McGee. Pants McGee would escape from the lab, go up to Spidey and say, what, love? And then just collapse into a pile of pants dying. <laughs> Causing Spidey to scream, agonized. Yeah. Years later, Hero would actually adapt this word for word <laughs> into his comic. 
Vance McGee, Spidey's living nurse, Wilkinson, goes up, say, can you stop stealing my pants? Spidey says it's for a daring new invention. Door swings open, Pants McGee Vance walks McGee, out. Vance McGee, what are you doing here? <laughs> what? Love? <laughs> oh, collapses and just... No! He's at peace, sir. And that was it. And scene. And that's the story. The terrible, terrible story. Pants McGee. Well, that's not all. I mean, we we never did it in the comic, but we just turned that into an endless running joke of Pants McGee dying in other movies. Yeah, every time Spidey tries to remember Pants McGee, he remembers just movie parodies of characters dying, but... Our favorite being Terminator 2, Pants McGee lowering himself down into the molten iron and giving a pantsy thumbs up. Yeah. If I ever die, and if that's how I want to go, just lowered into a vat of molten steel. I now know why you cry, hero. <laughs> <sighs> I think we've gotten to the soul of Flexo with this game. <laughs> All right, what's the? What's the how many of these are there, Flexo? Uh, right, that was until you make me stop. <laughs> Just a question. Calm the fuck down. Never. All right. Um, our next one. Oh, the previous one was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> How bad is it that I knew that? Uh, so it is the Pants McGee story. Yes. And all of his adventures around the world with his sisters. <laughs> he helps America Ferrera deal with her negative body images. Fuck her. Anyway, go on. Science created him. Now, Chuck Norris must destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the Pants McGee story. <laughs> <laughs> it fits so well. Alright, um, <clears throat> I've got one. So, in this movie, Chuck Norris portrays... A scientist trying desperately to resurrect his long-dead son. Now, at first, it's a success. But his son, who at first appears human, starts to mutate into a hideously deformed creature, killing civilians. So, eventually Norris comes to the pain decision that he must destroy the thing he loves the most, his own son. But, at this point... His son has grown to enormous size, so Norris must also construct a battle suit in which to fight him. The a movie battle ends. suit that looks exactly like Chuck Norris. Exactly. It has a beard. Russian testing dolls with Chuck Norris. <laughs> Just the movie is them fighting over the streets of L.A. Like, eventually he has to take the H of the Hollywood sign and impale his son with it as a single tear rolls down his cheek and into his beard. <laughs> Credits. I like it. Uh, this is made even better because the poster has Chuck Norris without a beard. It's just a mustache. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the best Chuck Norris. The blonde mustache. <laughs> uh, mine is pretty simple. Oh, Jesse the Body Ventura is a French cyborg. <laughs> now he's an organic cyborg. So you know. Why is that not the plot for The Expendables 2? The maybe the third one. We can only pray. And Chuck Norris is the only one who can stop him. <laughs> Just like in real life. 
Yeah, he's a DEA agent from Texas. Oh, I thought it was good. I want a combination of both Mike and Hero's ideas. <laughs> Jesse Ventura is Norris's son. <laughs> and then it becomes a political movie. You know, they start running for office against each other. It's like the Penguin and Batman running against each other in the Adam West show. <laughs> Cyborg Jesse the Body Ventura means order. Emmy, <laughs> what's yours? Um, yeah, I really don't have one. I just I can't top either of those. <laughs> okay, Fluxo, next one. All right. What was the title of that movie? Silent Rage. That doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> okay, next one. X cop, X CIA, explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I already have one. Demolition Man two. <laughs> if only. All right. CIA agent Rick Slade volunteers <laughs> for a secret, a secret experiment to have his blood replaced with nitroglycerin. <laughs> The experiment is a success, so now, at any moment, he could explode <laughs> while battling, you know, enemy terrorists. Like, all he has to do is, like, wipe his sweat off his arm and flick it at you, and you just explode. The villain has to be played by Gene Simmons. Of course. <laughs> Drag queen Gene Simmons. The best Gene Simmons. And they... In the final scene, he heroically sacrifices himself by grabbing Gene Simmons' dagger, which you know has a skull on the hilt, of course, and stabbing himself in the chest, causing him to explode in a giant green mushroom cloud. Credits. Credits. I like it. My only change would be it should be uh, Dick Slade. Ah, my mistake. MB? <laughs> MB, top that. Top it now. Oh, God. Well, okay. XCA agent. Essentially, it would be the plot of Crank 2, except done a million times better, where his stomach is replaced with a neutron bomb, and he has to <laughs> run around and essentially make love to every woman in L.A. before the clock runs out and everything explodes. It's the only way to keep the bomb from exploding, his insane libido. And the mob is after him, so... It eventually culminates into a citywide hunt for the man with the neutron bomb for a stomach. Dick Slade. <laughs> uh, you got anything, Mike? No, that was that was mine. I was just changing <laughs> your character. <laughs> uh, and what was the title of that book, so? Uh, that was a movie called Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, that would still be the title. <laughs> and guess who the star is? Steven Seagal? Burt Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Once again, perfect. His explosive mustache. <laughs> it's, it actually fits perfectly with MB's. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got four more lined up here. Do we do we want to go through all four of those? We have I'm having a go. good time. Go on. All right, all right. When a girl has a heart of stone, there's only <laughs> <laughs> just that ice. 
Yes, let's do the movie that should actually have that tagline. <laughs> Just repeat it again for the folks at home. When a girl has a heart of stone, there's only one way to melt it. Just add ice. Remember to listen to Pulp Commentary for Cool as Ice. <laughs> okay, in a world where Cool as Ice doesn't exist, this is... <laughs> I don't want to live in that world, M.D. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, it's an epic romantic fantasy directed by Alex Proyas, or Proyas, however you pronounce that. Nobody knows how to pronounce it. Um, and it stars Bradley Cooper. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> Where essentially he plays an ice monster who is in love with a female rock monster. But it's essentially a retelling of Romeo and Juliet, so it ends tragically. Of course. <laughs> how does it end tragically, MB? Well, Gary Oldman is there, and he plays a <laughs> As Gary Oldman. <laughs> He's ready. And unfortunately, he murders the rock monster by melting her heart. <laughs> Gary Oldman, the emperor of the Iceman. <laughs> All right, mine is um, Kyle MacLachlan, Susan Sarandon, King Arthur, and the Knights of the Round Table. But he has to do battle with the terrible Ice King. To save Susan Sarandon's life. I could actually see that existing. Look at I. It's kind of creepy. That's an 80s movie waiting to happen. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I want to see that just to see Kyle McLaughlin get more work. And wear knight's armor. No, no, I just pictured Kyle McLaughlin fighting Laufey from Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Standing for king and country. All right. Billy Crudup plays Professor Melvin Ice, (laughs) who makes a startling archaeological discovery, a stone woman buried beneath the ruins of Pompeii. I want to watch this already. Now, as he studies her, he falls in love with her visage and concocts a wild scheme to bring her back to life. This scheme involves stealing the hearts of seven virgin girls, each more innocent than the last. He's driven so insane is he by his love and lust for this stone woman, he commits the deed, creating a strange concoction that melts the stone off of her, revealing the body of a beautiful woman somehow still alive through sorcerous means. Of course. But she opens her eyes and turns him to stone. MB? No, I already said my turn. <laughs> no, that's when you... Dun-dun-dun. Come oh. on. <laughs> Dun-dun-dun. Credits. Um, can we cut that out? Because I think we should write that and try to sell it. <laughs> I'm sure Billy Crudup's shopping that around as we speak. And you know who plays the stone woman? Monica Bellucci. <laughs> it makes sense. Just flex on the distance. Mm. What's the next? Oh. By, by the way, I love how none of us went with the obvious Emma Stone reference. I'm proud of us for that. We all thought it. I didn't take it. Fuck. 
<laughs> well, everyone put MB. So what's the next one? Okay. Nobody does it better. Thirteen times. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Price as Vincent Van Gogh. Oh yes. In the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> now the one I'm thinking of requires a change to the tagline. Nobody does it better. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. And it would essentially be the Booker T story. I like it. <laughs> okay. In a world... I'm stalling. In a world... You fail. In a far-off kingdom, the most beautiful princess in all the land uh, is facing a crisis. Although her husband is very vi- virile... He cannot satisfy her sexually. So she sends out a call for 13 warriors to quest to her land and satisfy her. They're all played by Chris Hemsworth. Can we cut this and write that and try to sell it? I believe Chris Hemsworth is shopping it around as we speak. Fuck you. Go to the next one. Okay. Uh, And just for anyone who's curious, that last one was Octopussy. Of course it was. The poster is even better because it has 13 copies of James Bond standing in a line. All ready to fuck. 13 times. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Loving that James Bond. Loving that Roger Moore. He's underrated as the titular secret agent. (laughs) Title. Titular. All right, Game Master Flexa, what's next? Yeah, what's next? Okay, take eight. Take the stairs, take the stairs, for God's sake, take the stairs, double exclamation point. <laughs> I, got, I, don't, I got nothing for that one. Okay, okay. It's essentially like Die Hard in which they're trapped in a building, except instead of terrorists, it is a set of man-eating escalators. <laughs> I like it. My idea was, it's Professor X trapped in a burning building. <laughs> His greatest weakness. <laughs> mine was going to be similar to MB's. It would be called Dario Argento's Elevator. It would be about an apartment haunted by an evil ghost elevator. It makes sense. His daughter is nude and covered in blood in the finale. It's really disturbing. It always is when he films his daughter nude. Uh, the only th- I don't have anything really for this one except that whatever it would be would star Donald Sutherland, <laughs> but like seventies Donald Sutherland. So he has like the giant mustache and shit. Sexy Sutherland. The curly hair. Have you ever looked? Uh, ever watched? Don't look now. I haven't. It's on instant now. You should watch it. He's completely nude in it. Ah, oh, why aren't we watching it right now? <laughs> Just to see the cock that Kiefer Sutherland emerged from. You can actually see Kiefer Sutherland if you look really closely at it. And that's history. Like Quado in Total Recall. Just coming out of it. In the end, he just spurts out and asks him where the bomb is. <laughs> Give them air. Anyway, what's, uh, let's like the, what, the last one? Let's make next one the last. Yeah, we've got one more after this. Oh, uh, fuck you. That one was The Lift, surprisingly. 
So it is about an evil elevator. It is actually the, the poster is a man he- being beheaded by an elevator. Is it Donald oh. Sutherland? <laughs> I wish it doesn't say the cast on the poster. So we can pretend. Once they remade that with Jason Lee in the nineties, like they were supposed to. Brought the uh, conversation down there, didn't I? Anyway, go on. <laughs> the next one. This, this, this has awesome. been nineties regrets. <laughs> Okay, and the last one, which is my personal favorite. They came to space camp with the dream of becoming astronauts. Suddenly, without warning, before they were ready, they were launched into space. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a tagline. There's so many dramatic pauses in there. <laughs> there were a lot of ellipses. So space camp. Suddenly yes. and without warning. Space. I like how you make it sound like space sneaks up on them. <laughs> space. Okay. okay, I have one. It, in an ironic twist, the movie is about moon children that are going to astronaut camp to journey to Earth. <laughs> what are M. Night Shyamalan's space camp. I was thinking that sounds more like an Arl Stein version of uh, space camp. <laughs> But you wouldn't know they were moon children until the very last page. Alright. Throughout his childhood, young Jimmy Santiago dreamed of the stars. <laughs> stop coming up with names, guys. <laughs> it's like a generator. You can't stop. Now, he was born to a single mother, but God bless her. Over the years, she raised enough money through odd jobs and the occasional sexual favor to send that boy to space camp. And everything was fine whenever he first got there. He made a lot of friends. He met a few special girls. But one day, their gruff yet lovable commander came to them... Played by Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Played by Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Came to them with a terrifying message. They had been in space the entire time. Credits. No, 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 no. This is the first act. Oh, oh credits. credits. <laughs> that's t- that's t- opening credits. <laughs> Before, it turns out, whenever they were on the bus to space camp, they were gassed and then shipped off into a space shuttle and blasted to a secret military compound on the moon, where they are then trained to battle the Covenant Elite. Mike, MB, <laughs> Faraway Flexo... This is Halo, the movie, and you are watching the origin of Master Chief. That's when you were supposed to go. No, I like your version of the Halo theme. At the count of three, we all do that. One, two, three. Uh, uh, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> now we all do the THX theme. <laughs> oh, yeah, leave me behind. If you look like <laughs> all right, Flexo, what's, what's the next one? That was the last one. Okay. That was Space Camp. <laughs> I don't think we can top that. Wait, that's the actual title of the movie, Space Camp. Yeah, I knew I knew what movie it was. Space Camp. <laughs> we should do commentary for one day. One day. Someday.
credits. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. So, Flexa. Yes. Since this is your first time on Pulp Nightmare. Yes, that is true. You can't really leave unscathed. Okay. Like, Hero had to go through being raped by a large man. And how was that going, by the way? Uh, I'll acquire it on the anal front for now. <laughs> I mean, it's good to hear, because I, oh. happens, I would like it to, to be recorded live. And you to okay, explain okay. what's happening as it's going on. We'll save that for our New Year's Eve show. <laughs> like, when, like when Mike's being eaten by a bear. <laughs> Just as the ball's dropping, he's a l- gently placing his member between my cheeks. Sure. Uh, <laughs> people counting down in the background. Uh, don't you want to use loop? Uh, <laughs> get ready for Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. <laughs> Why is Dick Clark raping you? Oh no, Dick Clark is what he calls his penis. Oh, why? Well, is it numb on one side? <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, Mike. Yeah. That man is an American icon. All right. Anyway, Flexo. Yes. How? Um. Flexo. Yes. How? <laughs> How flexo? How flexo? How flexo? How? You're confused, supercomputer. Now, how flexo? He was laying face down in his little hut, and he looked up with eyes, and he said, "How?" I still haven't actually gotten a full question. <laughs> I think we should just leave it there. <laughs> no, Mike, use your words. Use your words. How experimental would you say you are in bed? Uh, On a scale of, like, 1 to 10? Yeah. A scale of 1 to Mike. 1 Thanks. to Mike. Okay, Mike is a 10, so I'm assuming that's, like, extreme. Mike is an 11. Okay, so... Spinal tap levels. Um, I'd put myself on like a one. Really? That's it? Yeah. So you don't even have sex with another person. <laughs> Occasionally. I'm Occasionally. going with what I know. Just, just two fingers. Just index and middle. Just going up and down. Then you feel bad immediately afterwards. Oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> Burn your blood, own. mother, blood. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> um, all right. The shame. <laughs> it's happening again. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's like that uh, Michael Fassbender movie, but bizarro. Pendulum cock. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Let's say fit this scenario for you. Okay. Um. Go your ahead, Dreamweaver. Play it on me. <laughs> your girlfriend. You won't go with your current girlfriend. Okay. For reasons you'll quickly become apparent. Okay. Um, a random girlfriend of yours. Okay. We have many. I assume, being a robot and all. Um, your girlfriend reveals to you she has rape fantasies. Oh, I've got a really good story that could tie into this. But <laughs> <laughs> Involving the Amish. <laughs> 
Norris. And Chuck Norris. Of the Amis again. <laughs> no, I, I need time to home the story. It's one of my favorites. Okay, well, we'll go to the scenario first, and we'll, and we'll get into your story. Okay. Someday. So, right. <laughs> you didn't rape a woman, did you? If you if you rape someone, can you please admit it on the podcast? <laughs> if that situation you, ever comes up, yes. Do you know what that would do for our numbers? Uh, we would double. We'd have two listeners. We'd have small. I mean, that would beat Rage Against the Machine. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Favorite title of all time, though. Um, all right. So your girlfriend tell, comes to you, heartfelt, sits you down. She has rape fantasies. Hardcore rape fantasies. What, Flexo, would you do? <laughs> so she has a scenario for you. That's right, a scenario inside the scenario. Um, Inception or something. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's there. He's flying around a goddamn hallway. You don't don't know what the fuck to do. Tom Hardy's all kinds of bisexual. You want to get lost in his lips? That's beside the point. Anyway. So she has a particular rape fantasy she wants to work out with you. Flexo. Flex Luthor. Owner of Flexcore. (laughs) Dedicated to destroying Super Mike. <laughs> it just involves buying a lot of land. I don't. That's it. <laughs> I own all the farmland in Kentucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> My one. No no, no. <laughs> no, no. He buys. He buys a target and then tears it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So she wants to be walking down the street late at night. Suddenly, a van pulls up next to her. Door swings open. You're there wearing a mask. You grab her and pull her in. Close the van door. Tie her up. Drive away. And you have your way with her. Do she I wants to... you to do this to her. Wait, wait, wait. I have an important question. Do I get to pick the mask? Uh, it's just a ski mask, unfortunately. I, I don't get a choice on this at all? No, she just wants a plain black ski mask. Mm-hmm. All right. What would you have gone with? Uh, Nixon. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, right. I would have gone. Wait, why would you? Why would you make the experience more horrifying for? Her? <laughs> that's. That, I'm assuming that's what she's into. Probably. I would go with Iron Man. We're <laughs> a war machine, so it's like I'm a black guy. <laughs> she's offended by that. <laughs> oh yeah, take my big black cock. Um. Wow. Next time, baby. <laughs> out. Drive off. Um, so she wants you to do this to her. Park the van in an alleyway and just go to town. What do you, Fluxo, do? Hmm. First, how do you feel about this? Well, uh, I guess to describe myself, I would say pushover, but uncomfortable. So I'd probably go along with it, but just be really awkward the whole time until hopefully it was canceled because it's just so terrible for everyone. Except for her. It'd be like a Kip Croker kind of thing, just ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you are filled with bladders. <laughs> I love you, Amy. Now, I mean, would you try to talk her down to just like raping her in the house? Because she wants the, she wants the van, she wants to be like snatched. Well, I mean, that's a little demanding. I mean, that's the whole nine miles right at once. I mean, that gives me no room to improve unless we do some sort of daring worldwide heist and it turns into Taken 3. And I don't want to do that. 
Why did your mind immediately go there? <laughs> it's Flexo, Mike. <laughs> Touche. Your mind didn't go right to Liam Neeson? All right. You just asked her to marry you. Okay. And she'll only say yes if you do this first to accept this part of her life. Hmm. Public pla- And it has to be during the day. has to be during the day in a public place? Like we're at a mini-putt golf course? I mean, not like that. I mean, she's walking okay. down a sidewalk somewhere, pull up next to her, snatch her. I could easily be bullied into going along with something like that, but there's got to be some give and take. I mean, this could go wrong in so many different ways. Oh, exactly. I could grab the wrong girl. Some other stranger could go up and kidnap her. I mean, my mind wasn't going there. I mean, my mind was going to people think you were actually kidnapping a woman and raping her. Yeah, and the cops would be called. And and she just takes the role play way too far. Yeah, her fantasy is to see a man go down for raping her. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. As they drag me off the field. She's just furiously masturbating during the court <laughs> hearing. And she, she wants you to be violent with it, too. And she visits okay. you in prison saying, oh, this is getting me so hot. <laughs> Seeing you go up to the chair like that. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to come and as they, soon as you burn. I could see them making a movie out of this, and I would be played by Jake Busey. <laughs> you would be played by Jake Busey. That guy does not seem to I love Jake Busey. He's fantastic. I wish I see him. I wish he was in more stuff. He is the superior Busey. He is. He's a great face. My God, could you imagine Busey versus Busey? That's how the Wolfman should have ended. <laughs> that would have been terrifying. Uh, exactly. His face keeps getting larger and larger. <laughs> Those teeth. He wages war with the blood. Glowing eyes. God damn it, I was about to say that. Um, so anyway. <laughs> so you you would go along with this? Uh, I would probably go along with it, but I would be timid and awkward enough where it would probably just be terrible for all of us. Oh yeah, but no, no. The more the more the more uncomfortable you are, the more she gets off. Well, in that case, it's going to be fantastic. But are you up for the role of a rapist? Hmm. By the way, I love how the sound of his breathing just enhances this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I apologize for Flexo's breathing. I also apologize for breathing. I should stop that. You'll get it fixed. He's getting into character, Mike. <sighs> I would... Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to propose something to make both of us happy in the scenario, where instead of the van, we reenact when a stranger calls. <laughs> really? This is intriguing. Yes. Go on. And we just go out and do the entire movie. We rent a kid. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You're going to bring a kid into a rape scenario? This is better for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I think you want to take that one back. Well, the kid's not in the house when anything happens. (laughs) That makes it better. Yeah, that had... Wow. Secrets revealed, once again. (laughs) Like, she gives $5 and tells him, like, go down to the candy store or something. All right, I was with this idea at first, but now I just don't... Hey, no, if you wanted to go down this road, we're going all the way. You can't bring a kid into it. You can't rent a child to use in your in your girlfriend's rape fantasy. Okay, well, technically, you, Mike, you can. Purchase. 
Well, you you can do anything. You can do any number of things. But I'm just saying, don't tread on me. <laughs> These colors don't run. Sean Bean closes the book. Anyway, um, all right. So you want to reenact? So you're going to try to talk her into getting rid of the van thing and reenacting when a stranger calls. It doesn't necessarily have to be that, I guess. Um, well, like that- scream. Scream would be great if we could do all of Scream. So wait, now you want to bring in other actors and characters into it? You want yes. to murder Drew Barrymore? You want to actually hire Jamie Kennedy? I think when a, the scenario when a stranger calls at least makes sense. You could take out the kid aspect and still use the calling from inside the house thing. Right. Well, that's why I'm I like, I like, I like how it. Mike is giving Flex Oak suggestions on how to win. <laughs> I've known odd people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, Scream... I really enjoy that, so I should get something out of this. I mean, I, I I agree. I would help you out with that. Exactly. Yeah, I'd be your stew. Thank you. That'd be fantastic. You wouldn't enjoy that weekend. It would be the best weekend of my life. <laughs> On the downside, your girlfriend will get stolen by Matthew Lillard. How's that a downside? <laughs> Great. It's Matthew Lillard. I'd be honored. The guy's pretty fantastic. Follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just saying, which one of you two wants to be Randy? You do get to survive until Scream 2. Hero. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, but I at least wanted to offer the choice. Hero's too much like Randy. Yeah, there is no choice. Um, but hey, Scream 2. Scream you don't have to go through Scream 3. Mm, well, he does appear. True, but he doesn't have to, have to, he doesn't have to experience it. Oh, and you get to rock that awesome goatee in the sequel. Ah, that's right, fantasy. See, I like this right fantasy. Exactly, I can get more behind this because it's very elaborate. It feels interesting. MB should be Jerry O'Connell. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we stopping at Scream One? We should just reenact the entire. uh, It's more than trilogy. All four of them, the quadrilogy. That would be awesome. Just one elaborate fantasy. Then can we get Eric Roberts' daughter? <laughs> Why not? Awesome. So that is my answer. I would. So you not try be to talk her into realistic gritty reboot, but if we did like the serious, you know, this the the elaborate scream remake, yeah, I could be done for that. So your way of skirting this hardcore right fantasy that she has is to try to convince her to reenact all four scream films. In a weekend. Yes. See, I'm just going to try and make it fun. But how would she get... When, when would she get actually get raped or get fucked? Uh, there was a sex scene in one. It is, but it's not really a rape scene. Uh, after the fact, though, she would have taken that back. That is true, but she wants to be raped. Uh, I think emotionally this is traumatizing enough where it counts. Yeah, but, but she wants that emotional trauma during, because she's a freak. Like, your girlfriend has serious fucking problems. Well, she knows what's coming, because she's seen Scream, so... Yeah, so, so that's it's... where the clever twist comes in. We improvise. Also, we don't use Scream 3, because that one sucked. <laughs> but we... I do I like... like you suddenly have standards. <laughs> hey, hey. One, two... Eh, four. I, I, I like Parker Posey, though. Uh... There could be rewrites. Plus, there's Lance Henriksen. He's yeah, always fantastic. He can't leave Hans. I mean, he has that fucking Terminator thing in his office. 
I didn't think about that. Okay, I take back my statement of Terminator or Scream Three. <laughs> Try to convince your brain to Terminator. <laughs> uh, okay. Like what? Stop paying attention to her fantasy. She's just trying to to reenact movies with you. You're crushed by a stand. I could I could definitely see that part happening. Uh, All right, I'm from the future, and I have to impregnate you with my son so he can one day save the world from an army of machines. (laughs) The whole time is going on. All right, she doesn't go for any of that. This see, this marriage wouldn't work out in the first place. But, but oh, there's an ultimatum. She she will allow no van or anything like that. Okay, but I have to be dressed like Ron McDonald. That's optional, but yeah. <laughs> you have this is about to get really dark. <laughs> Wait, it's about to get really dark. <laughs> I was just thinking that this, this is all hypothetical. Okay, and I just want to see Fluxo's reaction to this. Yeah, this is great. I'll never be able to show my girlfriend this podcast. <laughs> this isn't your girlfriend. This is a hypothetical girlfriend. Yeah, we're apologizing right now. If you ever stumble on this, don't be mad. <laughs> hypothetical girlfriend um she, she wants you to drug her friend watch it you fucker oh, she's wait 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 how is that a choice <laughs> pretend to rape me or actually rape somebody else she wants to <laughs> listen I'm not a hypothetical girlfriend she clearly has problems and needs help I, I her friend or her? Her. I mean, her friend's innocent in the, all this. We don't know that. It's it's her friend's innocent in all this. I think she probably just wants me to think that. It's part of her mind games. No, you literally have to drug her with a roofie. She supplies the roofies, too. You pass she's the, the roofies and she's innocent? I don't believe this, Mike. It's <laughs> my fucking scenario. She's goddamn innocent. Not anymore. It's over when Mike, I say it's over! Mike is a hypothetical girlfriend. <laughs> uh, your hypothetical girlfriend, um... MB, come up with a name. Snaps. Ginger. Ginger. Ginger, Ginger snaps. <laughs> so it's not that fucking... Yeah, so she's redhead. She's like five years your, your elder, so... Okay. I don't know why I threw that in, but um, <laughs> it's an important message. So you won't have to rent a van. By the way, what color van would you pick? Um, white. Go with aquamarine. But anyway, well, I'm not good with colors. Mm, clearly. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Um. So she says, can't do. You don't have to do that. But I do want to watch while you actually rape my friend while she's unconscious. Is she okay. really a friend at that point? No, but that's why I was getting to my story. I, I I don't believe Mike's scenario at all. I think it's all a trick. I mean, clearly Flexo's being put in a dangerous and bad situation right now. Hmm. But you you're playing a dangerous and... game, Flexo. Wait a minute. I know what this is. This is a Cohen Brothers script. <laughs> <laughs> at the and end, I'll be fun. sitting. No. 
Um, in the end, I'll be sitting gut shot underneath a sink, looking at the pipe work. <laughs> it all looks so simple. <laughs> Credits. Um, <laughs> so you've been... This is your choice. And if you do this, she'll marry you. Okay, is option one still on the table? Y- you could go back to option one, yes. Okay. Now, I feel it's weird I'm getting two choices instead of like a third mystery door. <laughs> I don't know where else to go than you raping someone for real, for her enjoyment. Personally, saying, I don't know why you still want to marry her at this point. <laughs> Listen, Flexo's fucking just head over heels in love, man. <laughs> He's also a little whipped, let's, let's face it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so that's your, that's, that's your other choice. It's okay, well, if option one is still on the table, I mean, that still is preferable to two... Unless she actually is going to, like, set up some sort of sting operation. No sting all operation. all sort of long con. No sting operation. No, Flexo, this is not the plot of a late 80s film noir. Oh, why not? See, this is why I feel like I should be allowed to make some more choices. Like, instead of a van, I get to pick the vehicle. She wants a van. Look, my suggestion would have been the Oscar Mayer mobile. I mean, that's not very conspicuous, though. It's incredibly conspicuous. Is it? If you saw the Wienermobile going down the street, you wouldn't pay attention. Does anybody know what point Flexo is trying to make? He <laughs> <laughs> just wants to talk about the Wienermobile. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Listen, she'll accept a van or a Pinto. <laughs> I don't okay, know why she. I, I don't know why she has that much preference with the vehicle, but either a van or a Pinto. I still think it'd be great to put, just pop in a DeLorean and just grab her. It's your kids! Who wants them in the bank? I mean, if you can get a DeLorean, she'd be for that. Because she's also a huge Back to the Future fan. Oh, but okay. in this case, you have to dress like Doc Brown. Well, I mean, if I were in DeLorean, I would naturally do that. Okay. Unless I saw a sale on Puff Fests. Essentially, what we're getting at here is, as long as it's a movie reenactment, Flexo's up for anything. (laughs) More or less. (laughs) That's Um, basically what I'm getting at, yeah. So, wait, what would be going through your mind after she's telling you all this? She just wants you, she literally just asked you to rape her friend. But then your reaction is to go back to scenario one. You just heard what was in my head. I think it's all a trap. It's a trap. It's not. Your friend's in on this. I don't. I don't trust any of them now. Why do you have these issues with women, Flexo? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your mother. <laughs> All right. So you would go back to scenario one. I give them those two choices. Yes. All right. But I'm still going to push really hard for the scream remake. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> She flat out refuses. I would also help push for the screen remake. To be fair, thank you. You're a true friend. All right, but she she this is what she wants. What if the friend from option two played Drew Barrymore in the screen remake we did? Wait, you want to actually kill her? Wait, accidents so, happen. How is how is that <laughs> How do accidents happen? <laughs> she fell onto the knife while Wait. making popcorn outside. Wait, what so is- instead of pretending to have non-consexual sex with this woman, <laughs> you would rather kill an American icon? I thought you were going to end that at American. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> a Russian, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> All right, so you go back to scenario one. What is with you in the van? I always want to push the van. Yes, we'll go with the van. 
Uh, it's not me that's pushing the van. She wants the van. It's your fantasy, man. Okay. So you actually fucking go through with it? Wait, I have, like, other choices here? No, I, I mean... Listen, you can do anything that you want, but if you do... I told you what I want. Marry you. You do scream. She refuses for that. She refuses. Um... She will marry you if you do this. One of those two scenarios. Wait, wait, wait. What if we reenact Ghostbusters where Dana's possessed by Zool? <laughs> no, you cannot dress up like Zool and fuck her. No, that would technically be rape. But no. That's what, oh, okay. She, I thought she, I had, no, she I does thought not I had want to do a movie reenactment. Well, then it's over. So you would break up with her? I mean, you claim she's a fan of Back to the Future, but we're not moving on that front at all. No, she's okay with the DeLorean. I never said... Okay. I, what I said if, what if, she what if, what if, flexible with the DeLorean. Okay, hear me out here. We remake Back to the Future, <laughs> and I go into the past. It's a time machine that's real now? It's all pretend. It's all pretend. But we just have houses that look like they have 50s appeal. <laughs> Wait, we wait, wait, wait. Back to the future. When you they're the play your brother now in the past? <laughs> Why is this preferable? This, this is a period piece now? <laughs> yes. And so now, in addition to everything else, you're breaking the laws of God and man? <laughs> you're breaking the last taboo? Okay, I will say, if there's a real DeLorean with time travel capabilities, I would push for that scenario. Even if there's not... Cosplay. Wait, let me let me get this. Let's bring this down here. All special effects, just smoke and mirrors. So if there was a hoverboard machine in the DeLorean, you would go back in time and have your girlfriend pretend to be your mother. You said she was a big Back to the Future fan. But why would you have to go in back to <laughs> that? That's hell. That seems like a ridiculous waste of resources. <laughs> I mean, you have it's to get either, the plutonium. Hey, it's either I use it or the Pakistanis use it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she doesn't want that. She thinks well, you're a freak for wanting to do that. Oh, but she's not. Listen, she's a complicated chick. Oh, but I'm not. <laughs> Mike. Yes, you're a complicated chick, but still. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Mike, never run a scenario by Flexo again. <laughs> turning out to be way different than I expected. <laughs> He's hoping for like a two-minute answer. I wouldn't <laughs> expect to be now. horrified. <laughs> How did your scenario play out, Mike? How did you imagine this going down? Uh, a lot of screaming. Okay. So yours is boring. It was mostly from Hero. Oh, okay. So yours is exciting. Is, is Fuxo drunk or something? <laughs> <laughs> He's just being Fluxo, I think. <laughs> um... Holy fuck. Okay, so you've talked her down to the Lorraine. There's no time machine. She doesn't want any of that. <laughs> she just wants this scenario, but she, she allows the DeLorean, and you can dress up like Doc Brown. Okay, that's good. But since we can't do time on, travel, on. could we do like a K-Pack scenario where she's not sure if I'm an alien? No. <laughs> no K-Pack scenario. <laughs> All right, Jesus <laughs> 
<laughs> no K-Packs, no film, no other Kevin Spacey movies. Kevin shot in the back of the head at the very end. Unless Bentley learns a lesson about life. None of that. Oh. She just wants you to pick her up in a DeLorean dressed like Doc Brown, but wearing the plutonium fucking radiation suit so you had the mask up. Yeah. No problem. That's what she wants. You have to pick her up from, like, she's walking down the sidewalk. You pick her up, you throw her in, you tie her down, take her into a back alley, go to town. You can talk like Doc Brown the entire time if you want, but you have to say horrifying things to her. She's screaming that she doesn't want it and no blah, blah, blah. It's it's very terrible and horrifying. That's what she wants saying, it's howdy-doody time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she wants you to do. Okay. Really? Well, see, the thing is, I'm in a time-traveling DeLorean. When we're all done, if she doesn't like it, I just go back in time. There's no time travel. <laughs> just the DeLorean. <laughs> Mike, Mike, he's convinced at this point. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. Like, Even if it didn't work, I would just tell myself it did. <laughs> Here I am, Listen. ten minutes into the past! And everyone would be like, you were parked here for two hours. Listen, she she's going to enjoy it. But you said she wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> no, no, she's going to enjoy this, the, the, the fact that's what gets her off. I like how Mike proposes this scenario where his girlfriend is messed up, yet he's the one that has the most issues here. <laughs> listen, listen, look, this isn't this, these ideas are just in the air, man. A uh, guy who dresses up as Doc Brown clearly has issues. <laughs> So you would go. You would be okay with this. I mean, it's all consensual, obviously. It's just her personal fantasy. Are you like seeking some sort of advice? Are you having trouble in your personal life, Mike? No, I. I but we don't. We've talked about the other. We've talked about the rape chick before, but <laughs> okay. Maybe you should have suggested DeLorean. What is it with you and the fucking DeLorean, man? <laughs> They're really cool, and I've never actually ridden in one. They're filled with cocaine. Just let it go. They all are. The glove box is just filled with it. Exactly. It's like, it's like Mike proposes. It's like Mike proposes an alternate. Mike proposes a hypothetical situation, and your and your first thought is, "Can I drive a DeLorean in this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's just for this specific scenario. I'm sure if you brought up something else, it would turn into who knows what. Probably a Jaws reference. That I would be behind. But yeah, hoopa, hoopa. Listen, this is the only time she's really ever going to ask you to go this far with this fantasy. The other time she can no, do it... No, no, no. You the, say it's once. No, I'm... I'm I swear to Odin. Only time. The rest of the... Every other rape fantasy she has will be just played out in your house. Okay. This, but this is the big one. It's the one she's always thought about. She wants it to be you that does it. If you do it, she'll say yes, because she, then she'll know you. you're the one. And she'll accept the caveats of you being dressed like Doc Brown and in a fucking DeLorean. And well, then I don't see the problem. And put the seat down or whatever. So <laughs> you would go through with this. All the danger of picking her up and, you know, out and open, out in the open and all that. You'd see, go- I think as long as I'm dressed in a costume, people would probably be like, oh, whatever. All right, fair enough. So you you'd, you'd go through with this. I feel like there's a twist coming. Yes. I'm just making sure you're really thought this out. This is like, who wants to be a millionaire? I feel like I'm going to get locked into like a stupid answer. It's. I just want to make sure you've really thought about the fact you're about to pretend to rape your girlfriend. Hypothetical girlfriend. Hi, Fluxo's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I know. If she ever hears this, I'm dead. <laughs> you just will never hear from me again. 
See, you okay, and it makes a difference. You said hypothetical girlfriend. Name Ginger. Ginger. Who's clearly has mental problems, but you're just completely whipped. You're just you're just a puppy dog lo- in See, love. See, the way you're painting the scenario, I have no choice but to pretend to be Doc Brown. <laughs> yes, Flexo, you have no choice but to be Doc Brown. Well, My no, God, it's a terrible choice for you to make. Exactly, it's fate. I can't argue that. All right, so you 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 would do you would do the brave scenario with her, with <laughs> with your fucking Doc Brown caveats. Uh, do it. Yes or no, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking about him, family. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was you, trying to think if I could weave that into here somewhere, but no, nothing. You would. I've like yes, eight times, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure because <laughs> you're fucking thinking about Amos family for whatever reason. Morticia. All right. All right. So you go and do this. Unfortunately, you're in a world where the Punisher is real. Here's the woman you're trying out for help. Comes in, lifts the car door open because it's a fucking DeLorean now. Shoots your fucking head off. Frank Castle has killed you. Okay, okay, Mike. Did you have this in mind the entire time? Yes. He wasn't trying to I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) And what's worse, after the Punisher kills you, he hops into the DeLorean Travels back in time, kills Al Capone, <laughs> destroying what's left of the 20th century. He comes back to the future. Nazis rule America. Cool. That makes sense. You just destroyed what? the time string, Fluxo. No, no, no. If you You're the worst the time traveler ever. Marty's still around. Marty will come back for me. You know, tell me to put no, on. No, Marty does not exist. Okay. <laughs> Marty, easily Marty's Marty parents were sent to a concentration camp. Well, that would be a really depressing Back to the Future too, but yeah. So that's how that scenario would go. Because you just couldn't fucking say no. You're dead now because of the from the fucking Punisher. Eh, I would say that's arguable. And now everyone thinks you're an actual rapist. Well, no, they wouldn't be able to identify me. I have no head. Plus, he went back and screwed up the whole time stream continuum, so they never know. Yeah, but your girlfriend, your hypothetical girlfriend Ginger, mm-hmm. who has serious fucking problems. Wouldn't want to be in, wouldn't want her rape fantasy stuff to get out and would actually say you were raping her and the Punisher killed you. And she would tell the Gestapo and they would come for your family. You just, I think my family could hold its own. So you'd be okay with dying at the hands of the Punisher? I'm still, I've got my Marty card, so I'm going to go with that. Now, Marty will not help you in this scenario. Marty has oh, got his own me. shit to deal with. Oh, he deals with that stuff, but he comes back just in time to save you. You are me. not the center <laughs> of the fucking universe, man. Marty has other shit. No, if Marty truly is the exists in this Dr. world, no. he has his own shit to deal with, man. He has to grow up. He has his own fucking life. He has kids to have. His kids are assholes. He has to deal with that. And I'll help him with that once he saves my life. He's not going to save your life. That's it. You're done. You'd make Punisher, a terrible Punisher. I'm not fucking Marty, man. I could exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're a terrible Marty. I'm not cool enough to be Marty. Unfortunate. Punisher mistook you for a, for a fucking rapist, blew your head off. Okay, but let me just say this: if you were to pick a death, would death by Thomas Jane not be it? It's Dolph Lundgren's. Oh, that's still pretty cool. It's blonde Dolph Lundgren. Wait, are we talking about the Russian from the Punisher? No, it can be Thomas Jane's. Whatever, if that makes you happy. 
No, we have nothing. All right. <laughs> Mike's so distraught because his rape fantasy didn't go the way he wanted. <laughs> As he so often is. I just didn't expect him to be so okay with dying. I mean, to be fair, if I wanted, if I wanted to pick how I died. It would be at the hands of the Punisher, particularly okay. Thomas Jane's Punisher, dressed as Doc Brown. Any any <laughs> Punisher, exactly. I wanted Mike. I win. Any Punisher that's not Ray Stevenson. And he, I'm not even going to do that to you, because his his Punisher would probably fuck up killing you or something. Actually, kill your girlfriend. So that's the end of that scenario. Well, technically, that was the missed ending, as I like to call it. I mean, There's actually a very happy ending that goes on after that, but we're just going to stop at the most depressing point because that's the best point to stop at. What a callback. Hey, we're even recording that? Nope. Oh. So well played. Right over once there. Once again, you fucked with the, once again, you fucked with the time stream. I can't believe that went so wrong. Like, he's so okay. He's like, oh, okay, I'll, 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 yeah, sure, I'll, I'll pretend to be a rapist. Oh, <laughs> I'm killed by the Punisher? Okay, I'll, I'm, I'm okay with that. I like to think I'm really bad at chess, but I'm really good at not losing very fast. I mean, you did confuse the living fuck out of us with, oh, let's, re- let's recreate the Scream franchise. Well, that would be a more entertaining story. And then suddenly you're going back in time and <laughs> pretending to be your mother while you fuckers. <laughs> Somehow you made it worse. Exactly. At one point you brought a child into it. <laughs> like, shit, we would witness. I'm... So yeah, one of my horrifying scenarios kind of didn't backfired. It didn't have an effect. Finally, someone beat you. <laughs> well done, Flexo. The second, the second time in a row you've been beaten at your own game. <laughs> Shut up, hero. <laughs> All right, this show's fucking over. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, Flexo. Finally, you get to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I've also sabotaged the audio, so he'll never get to play it for anyone else. (laughs) That was the first Flexo 4-Way. Ta-da! Hopefully this will become semi-regular. That'd be nice, if I get a decent mic. Or at least just fix that one. If our sanity manages to survive, this could be something cool. I'd like to be fair, I was going pretty easy on you guys. What? <laughs> oh, God. What is, does that mean? I'm just saying, whatever you feed me with, I can turn it right back on you. Wait, are you saying that you have eight of everything? <laughs> yeah, eight of everything. I mean, I already kind of threw a rape fantasy at you. And I expected more, to be honest. I mean, I was I was just supposed to be the first one. I didn't want to come in that hard. I mean, it's not like MB. The first scenario I threw at him on this show was his dead and raped wife he had to bring back with using black magic. I was expecting something closer to those lines. Yeah, this was this was more a Rocky Three scenario, and I'm Mr. T. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't bring your A game. Stop engaging him, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna fucking best you one day, Flexmex. Someday, but not today. It's like you've met your Wyndham Earl. <laughs> you've found your Ahab. <laughs> A wonderful, wonderful reference. Everyone out there, go donate to Before the Mask now. Why haven't we made that plug yet? 
know. I don't know. They're doing a Kickstarter. They've got like 15 days or something like that to raise the money. If they don't do it, eh, movie's over. Yeah, Paradise Lost. Fund it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that should be their tagline. Go Facebook it is. on that. It is their tagline. Is it? Nice. It's um yeah. So Heroes not that original. It did suck that like it's one of those. Sorry, they should have used Indiegogo because then you can keep. Even if yeah, you reach it, you still keep the money. I don't know. I think they're saying that if they don't get like the four hundred thousand they're trying to raise, they're just calling it quits. That, yeah, apparently, though, they got Kane Hodder to sign up for the sequel if it happens. Yeah. Well, it's like if they got so close, then at least they would have most of the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, most is pretty loose here. I don't think they even have a hundred thousand. Yeah, they're not even remotely close, so it's not going to happen. No, they want to do four hundred thousand, is what I've heard, and then they've got a company lined up that's going to double that amount. You can make it happen, Pulp Nightmare audience. Go, power is yours. God damn it, Flexo! What the fuck? (laughs) Stop saying we don't have an audience. Audience, (laughs) attack Flexo. (laughs) Become Legion. There's no Millions of you all around the world. When I count to three, think the word pulp. I feel like I'm being attacked by Aquaman. With your powers combined, he is Kinnison the zombie. <laughs> I'm just imagining sound effects from the Justice Friends. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I can't Meanwhile, on Pulp it's Nightmare. Anyway. What you just heard was a preview of our upcoming podcast, Filmtasia. <laughs> yes, I don't know what the fuck this was. I will fucking best you one day, Fluxo. I will break you. You right. know what it was, Mike? It was a Fluxo four-way. <laughs> just oils everywhere. There's just Fluxo all over our faces and our tits. And for some reason, you're poison. really angry. Get used to it. <laughs> But uh, how was how'd, how'd you like your first appearance, Luxo? It was pretty fantastic. I mean, there was the whole like Back to the Future thing, but besides that, your enthusiasm is infectious. <laughs> this is about as happy as I get, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Stop <laughs> doing that impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Hey guys! Hey you guys! <laughs> You're essentially fucking sloth from the Goonies. I accept it. Hero love chunk. <laughs> See, movie reenactments are always fun. <laughs> Damn it, Flexo! Somehow I figured this is gonna be somehow become a theme with you. I will destroy everything you love, Mike. Until we meet again, Flexo. I somehow I'm surprised didn't Blade, bring Blade Runner in it, into it. I can't shoot everything at once. That is true. Yeah, save that. And I'm just glad we we just didn't devolve into a Prometheus conversation for an hour and a half. See, I really want to do that, but I think that has to be something different. Uh, we can do it as a special. Embetheus. Embetheus. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we do a special that has to do with a show or a movie, MB we somehow work MB into the title. <laughs> Maybe do special posters with just MB's face over it. <laughs> just a stone MB face. <laughs> shining a light on it. Uh, I'm also, series, I'm also an engineer. Chest burster with MB's face. Oh. Hero went looking for our beginning. 
<laughs> he may have found our end. <laughs> just my face. <laughs> the trailer is just MB making that screaming noise. Huh? MB's giant sh- recliner rises out of the floor. <laughs> he gets into it and watches Batman movie serials. <laughs> we were so Happy wrong. Michael Fassbender. Happy birthday, Flexo. <laughs> Flexo, what I makes you sad? War. Anger. Violence. People at Walmart at one in the morning. Oh, wait, what was the Amish. That, that involved rape? Oh, that's a completely different story. We do not have time for that. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> You suddenly dictate the show. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually need time to prep that one. It's okay. Uh, well, next time, <laughs> I'll say this: Rape Ghost. Were you watching the Entity? No. Were you reenacting the Entity? <laughs> it's possible. Well, now that you mention it, no. I want to hear this story. I know. That's why I won't tell it now. Motherfucker. I don't like you anymore, man. <laughs> God damn you, Flexo, and your mysteries. It's the only way I can secure a spot on another episode. Best my did... horrifying scenarios. Now you won't tell a rape story that involves a rape ghost. <laughs> I, I did not expect to end this episode warning that Flexo was Mike's greatest arch enemy. <laughs> it's the Napoleon of podcasting. <laughs> I've been in the shadows the whole time. Clearly, Flexo has gone off the board. (laughs) (laughs) We just find MB. (laughs) Giant paper machine pawn. (laughs) He's played by Ted Raimi. Anyway. (laughs) Save it for the the next episode. Indeed. Anyway, so that was the first Flexo four-way. And this has been this episode of Bolt Nightmare. I've been Mike. I've been MB. I've been Hero. I am and was Flexo. Credits. Time travel. That wasn't nightmares. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. <laughs>